Absolutely. <laughs> well, and she hasn't been here since, uh, what, 1776? Oh, I mean, 1976? <laughs> Did you see the follow-up? No. What she said? So she hosted a dinner for um, for Bush at um, the British Embassy okay. when she was leaving. And in her opening, she was like, um, she was like, I don't know if I should say when I was last here in 1776 or 1976. <laughs> I'm like, you go, Lizzie. Yeah, but at least she is. has a sense of humor. I mean, she that was one of the things is that people think she's so uppity and so... Well, I mean, she's uppity, you know. but she has a sense of humor. Right? Well, I, I guess the point is uppity to the point where she's just like, oh, doesn't crack a smile. Oh, she right. doesn't, you know, that there's nothing that's just very serious. In fact, there's like one of these things where uh, my sister sent me a pictures of... Uh, the, the caption is, uh, did Prince Charles fart uh, you know and they and what happens they show the initial where they're all smiling and looking at the crowd and then all of a sudden you see the next one where prince harry grabs his nose nice. and then you see where prince charles actually moves away from <gasps> prince, totally, yeah. totally and the whole and, and then all of a sudden you see prince um albert Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Prince, uh, 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 Prince Charles, Harry, and um, William, and and Philip, Philip. Thank you, exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Philip. Um, I'll start cracking up, and the Queen, the throughout the entire time, is very still, no smirk. I love it. Nothing, just looking at the crowd. It's probably because the Queen did it. Yeah, it's probably true. You know, I mean, Delta. Seriously, right? (laughs) Probably. Um, Yeah, and no, what I was thinking, you know, I just love like one of my um my aspirations in life is uh-huh. to be invited to a state dinner oh. and my, whenever i say that to my friends they're like you want to go to a steak dinner yeah, i'm yeah, like no state state <laughs> dinner it seems like such a to do in a lot of pomp and circumstance but you know i'm, I'm down I'm absolutely being a queen myself i really like that sort of thing uh, absolutely. absolutely definitely it's i mean so and i funny. think it's all the 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 formality of totally, it totally. and um and even like for instance i was watching the view uh, this morning and how she was talking about that apparently the they they had like a, it was supposed to be like a rose uh rose petal um dessert mm. and they brought a water with rose petals in it and she thought wow i guess this is the dessert or whatever <gasps> and then she looked up and looked up and saw um uh, kind of lisa rice actually dipping her hands in oh, and washing her hands interesting. and so she was like oh thank god i didn't start drinking it you know, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> you know yeah because so. what's her face Hasselbeck was there right yes exactly that so trick. if she can get to a state dinner i can get to a absolutely state she's absolutely. a no one it wasn't well, even you know, barbara they, or rosie yeah <laughs> well you know they invite us every year we just you know well you know i know that i was getting more herded but i'll, mm-hmm. I'll try to I'll I'll try to pencil it in next week. <laughs> it's so funny, you know, John Stewart on The Daily Show was, well, do you like how I bring up things that we didn't talk about? Before? That's right. I was Sorry. like, wait a minute. <laughs> um, John Stewart in The Daily Show, you know how afterwards Bush was like, oh, you just gave me a look that only a mother could give. Right, right. <laughs> John uh-huh. Stewart's like, yes, the mother is the Queen of England and the child is the President of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Absolutely. so fitting. Oh, totally. But you know what? I'm starting to feel really sorry for him. It's gotten to the point now that now for um uh george w um and the reason is is you know what it's gotten to the point now that he is so out of control that that i realize that that there's nothing i could do to really change it at the moment Uh that i've just got to get through the next year and a half things are going to definitely change in a year and a half and and 
I, I, well, one of the things is I have a really true fear of usually the eighth year of a sitting president mm-hmm. um, is is where they try to push all their policy well, that sure, they haven't gone through. Sure, he's a lame duck. He's a lame duck at this point, but certainly but he still has the... I think he still has the potential to do a lot of damage. Well, and that's my biggest fear is that he's going to do a lot of damage, mm-hmm. but it, there's nothing I can do to stop it right now. All I can do is just ride through and hope that the Democrats, you know, don't allow Get him to do it. You know, they don't allow together. him to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I really wanted to see this weekend was um, the Queen's Corgis versus George yes! Bush's Scotty. Oh, that would be awesome. great. Because the Corgi is a hunting dog. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. So, oh, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, wow. So, speaking of queens, uh-huh. last night was the opening ceremony or the opening uh, first uh, first game of the season. Softball. Oh, absolutely. Like, for why? Uh, yeah, so softball <laughs> started last night, so I went to my first softball game of the season. And um, and there's a particular team called the Dancing Queens, named <gasps> after me. And, um, <laughs> yep, exactly. Now, and, are you on this team? No, it's all women. <laughs> um, I am, I am, what I'm considered is that I'm on the team because I am. You're the ball girl. I Exactly. <laughs> I am the dance super fan. And uh, so I'm in the stands doing the cheers and rah, rah, re and, um, and and so it's been really. Um, th- they're pointing at us. I don't know why they're pointing at us. Why are they pointing at us? Is there someone in there with him? There, there is. Oh my god, there Alex! Is. Do you have a special guest? Who Alex, is that? Alex has his own studio audience. He's what that important. The now. Dutch. I. I. Uh, you leave for a week, and suddenly, what's going on, Alex? Who is that? As he's getting, as he's showing. Oh, he's know. a teacher. We're a teaching hospital here at the University of Michigan. That's right. As he's showing up, this is how you do it when the... We're doing a little bit of engineering training today. Ooh. Ooh. And, and who are so we training? So we get to point at you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm used to it. Gabe the, and I are used I to it mean, as we go in public. Oh, and there's a phone call. Oh, there's a phone call. Wow. wow, he is multitasking. I think his name is Ben, and he's freaking out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's freaking out. Who is it, Alex? Anyone good? Oh, Alex is it even... Just someone to do some work around the station. Sorry, oh, nice. Gotcha. Whatever. Well, welcome, Ben. So, yes, welcome to WCBN. So, um, you went to softball game. So, I went to softball game, and I always try to bring something to kind of cheer them up, because, to be honest with you, they're not very good. <gasps> so, but this is what I love about them. Are their uniforms fabulous? Oh, bright orange. Nice. Absolutely. Bright orange, like construction, construction orange. In fact, that's one of the things i got to go look for, is an orange outfit. Oh my god! I want to find like an orange, bright orange, like jumpsuit or something, um, and like a prison suit. Oh, that would be even better! <laughs> oh, I would just love it. Just stay and, and show up to other games in it. Just feeling I am imprisoned while you, nice. you know, I'm until a you win every of your game. Athleticism. That's right. There you go. And um, so then, um, what happens is that uh, I, last night, I for the first time, I brought a scepter. Excuse me? I brought a scepter. Is that code for something? It, actually, what it is, is, you know, well, the queen holds. Right. Uh, yes, exactly. And so, oh, yeah, really code for something. Very funny. Arr, arr, arr. And um, and it, if you push this little button, it actually um, does the ring and um, lights up and Girl, spins. Girl, you can call it a scepter, but we know it's just a wand. Yeah. <laughs> for my, yes, really, for all my magic. <laughs> and, uh, um, and so then what happens is that, so I would. And so we, every time they scored? Absolutely. You- I did it. And then we would do also the cheer, you know, three up, three down down which means when they're out in the field it's like okay three people go up to the bat and then three yeah, are taken I down i don't know that one. Oh, it's three <laughs> outs so it's three outs you know and so it's like three up three people go to bat oh and my god i hope jackie is 
listening might, oh, might be a boss because oh, she no. is the softball, you know, whatever. And Wizard. and Floretta, for, for that matter. Like, oh, no. Like, yeah. Anyway, so, yes, I know a lot about softball. Absolutely. Well, I will coach you because I learn <laughs> I learned something new every night. So it was just, it was very interesting. So, yes, yeah, so we do. We have our cheers. And, and especially when they hit, like, these big fly uh, balls where they go way up high and um, and and then they catch them. The whole crowd, <laughs> the whole crowd, uh, we've got we've got ourselves almost trained. Or I almost had them trained by the end of the game. Is is that somebody yells out, "What were th- what were they?" And the whole crowd goes robbed. It's really fabulous. It's one of those things oh. of you have to be there, I guess. <laughs> so it's one of those. It's we have fun with it. So um, so yeah. So last night was softball, and uh, we had a great time. So now I got to come up with now. There's one other person that's with me that's in a drumming group, and so we're gonna try to bring drums. We're gonna try to bring cowbells. Omg. Oh. And so are the other teams that you play? Are they like they're are fabulous? They... Oh. They're way better than us. But you know we but go. But they're also like they're LGBT teams. Oh no no no. Oh, oh no. We oh, just happen just to be really good. Yeah, they're just really good. <laughs> Do and... you have like a sponsor or anyone? Like oh, th- that's why we're named known as the Dancing Queens. Because we don't have a sponsor. Oh, nice. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, I mean, I've tried to get them sponsorships, but they're like, no, 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 we don't really want. And because the other thing, too, is I've told them is like Dancing Queens. So, um, you know, DQ, we always go afterwards. Like some people, they all go oh, to the bar afterwards. Love it. You all go- we go to ice cream. <laughs> so we go to Dairy Queen. And I thought, well, why not get sponsored uh, by Dairy funny. Queen? Like this. And they're just like, no, 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 that's okay. So we're just a little, you know. You can be their Dairy Queen. Oh, absolutely. So With a big I, cowbell, big orange cow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> show up and say, ready for the dairy cream? Yes, absolutely. I mean, seriously. I should show up. I, yeah, when we go get ice cream afterwards, I should show up in a cow outfit. <gasps> they would just roar. They would, they would roar. Oh, um, my gosh. I, too, would roar. <laughs> so, but yeah, so it's been kind of a, so a lot of new things have happened with the new, I mean, um, the semester ending, so now like we are in full swing of spring. It's true. Oh my it's gosh! It's true. It's nice weather. Mm-hmm. You know, it was well, it was until today. But until yeah, exactly. Today. So, but isn't it supposed to be pretty again? Yes, tomorrow. Dun, dun, dun. It's supposed to be kind of fly out tonight, and uh, right, we're just gonna wake up to sun and shine. That's right. Goodness, all that good stuff. But so, yeah, I guess since you were at, uh, softball, you didn't get to watch Dancing with the Stars, huh? <gasps> of course, I did. <gasps> <laughs> you know I did. <laughs> so I think that Billy Ray should have been off so long ago. He infuriates me. Whatever. You know what? I almost wanted to keep him on. And you know the other thing is his partner Katrina. She's always like Billy Ray, you shut up. Like, yeah. you know, that's what I feel like she wants to say. Like she wants to cut. Well, that one time she just walked walked off and cried oh, in the bathroom. I, I just so cr- I cried for funny. her. Oh my god. So who do you have, who do you have uh, your sights set on? Um, well. You you know what? I think Apollo is probably going to get it. Mm-hmm. I think Apollo is probably the best. I mean, the two. Um, um, I think Apollo is probably going to get it. What but about Ian? Well, the, oh no, I don't think Ian's going to get it. Really? All. Yeah, I, he just does not do anything for what me. What about Joey? Joey, I don't think he fools around too much until he starts. Until he starts getting the steps down, I mean, really good, and so they're really choreographed well, and at the same time, has fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think he has fun with it, but doesn't necessarily get the the dances down. I mean, that's all we have left now is Ian, Apollo, Joey, and Layla. Then Layla, and I think it's I think the two that are going to be at the end is Layla and Apollo. And I think that Layla's going to beat Apollo up. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, if she does more of what she did last uh, last night with her with her father. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! I the tears when she kissed and put her hand in kissing him. I. Oh my gosh! Tears just went down my eye, I down my cheeks. But I didn't see it. You didn't see it. No, I was just got caught up on it t- today. Oh my gosh! But you gotta I go love to ABC.com. watching it. I want. I don't want it right now. And, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love Apollo Anton Ono. Oh yes. Except I want him to shave that little chin strap yeah. flavor. Yeah, that just. I mean, I, I, just it looks dirty to me. It, it just looks a little look like you know. It does. You know. Do you think any of the stars sleep with their partners? Oh yes, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like confirmed. I know that Mario Lopez kind of you know. right, right, right. <laughs> oh, I think that that's a possibility. I mean, I think if like the, um, I, I guess I'm making a judgment call saying the single ones may, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, when you've got that much, you spend that much time with chemistry, each other, right? and the chemistry that happens there. I mean, Max, Layla's partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and do, do you think he's gay or straight? Who? Uh, Layla's partner. Oh, I don't know. I mean, because there was a... Um, I'd rather were... not be bothered with the truth. Oh. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, because I, th- I I, found it very interesting that... Um, I, I, because she, there was a... Com- they did a, like a group dancing where they had a choreographed dance with all of them. Uh-huh. Um, and Layla made a comment to him of being a feminine, and you he snapped at her. What? Like, was this a long time ago? Oh, yeah. Um, America will right. love it. Yeah, uh, America will love it. <laughs> Sorry, top it's right the, where uh, that little speaker thing is. Yeah. <laughs> ben, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. but I think and there was he made some comment or she made some comment and he snapped at her like I've told you about this already before, and I was like. What was that? And then they they went to a commercial, and or went on to the next person. Interesting. I was really intrigued. I was like, "What is this all about?" You know what? The one thing about this season of Dancing with the Stars that I thought was cool really early on early on was uh, Heather Mills. You know, it's really yes. a statement about ability, right? Yes. And I thought it was awesome. Absolutely. And I was surprised that she got voted off so quickly. Yeah. I didn't you know, like her. I I didn't. Oh, you didn't like her? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I, I, w- I was kind of surprised that, that I thought she I thought Billy Ray would be voted off way before she would have mm. because she seemed to have more talent in the sense of doing more tricks, getting the steps down more. Um, she's and still having that leg that she has to kind of move with. Right. So t- technically, she was doing everything on one leg in heels. Mm. Where you know, and um, where Billy Ray, I mean, he he had both feet. He's to- as far as far as I know, he's totally able bodied, um, but wasn't you know. So that's why I was kind of surprised. Of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wow, this really is sh- about showmanship, not necessarily talent. And, and you, okay, so have you showmanship and talent? What about American Idol? Have you? Ah, that's one I don't. I have not caught up on. Um, but There's apparently, only four left. Uh, what's that? There's only four left. <gasps> Really? Uh-huh. Blake, Jordan, Lakeisha, and Melinda. Yes. And I think it's up it's up against uh Jordan and Melissa. Melinda. Melinda. Sorry. I always so, keep calling her Melissa. Well, Sorry about that, Melinda. I've heard that a lot too, and I don't really like Jordan. I think she's kind of annoying. Okay. Um uh and Blake, the only guy left, he's uh-huh. I don't know, he's all right. His big thing is he beatboxes. Yes. There's a yeah. you know, that uh-huh. thing, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, which I can't do, clearly. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh, that was you? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and so um 
it's just like I don't know. That's all he does. It's like okay, we right. get it. You can beat Box. Please carry on. But I really think that it's all about Belinda Doolittle at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't. Because I really had hoped that uh, Lakeisha was going to come through. I thought that she was just going to have a couple bad weeks, mm-hmm. and then she'd bounce back really quick. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I thought she would really actually, but. I, she just has not been able to to come back, and right. she like hit this limit, and then nothing. Right. And I I was really it's stunned just too by bad, that. Right? Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I was talking to Chris. Our friend Chris has a party. Oh yes. From between the lines. And oh yes. How he, is he? He's doing well. He's gonna join us next week to talk about movies. But oh, he fantastic! Is, he has a, at a concert tonight. Um, uh, so he's too which good concert? For us. The Belinda Carlisle concert. Oh okay. Um, yes. At the Ark. So. Oh. oh. Oh, and make sure you talk into the mic. <laughs> Thank you, Alex and Ben. <laughs> um, but so, so yeah. yeah, so then why? So this is this is the the quandary I have is why is Phil and Chris still being uh, interviewed and all? I thought we were like got past that. Phil I thought, and Chris. Yeah. Uh, they were the last two, the ones that got voted off together. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, now they're making the rounds together. Well, I didn't really like Phil that that much. Um, no, I didn't either. But um, Chris was pretty okay. The whole thing was Chris and Blake. You know, like they're like, oh, are they a couple because they're oh, super cute or whatever, which okay. is false. But um, yeah, I don't see Blake being. I don't get that vibe from Blake. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Seacrest though. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, have you seen the story. previews for the new show, um, National Bingo Night? Yes. With what Ed from uh, yes, from uh, Ed from actually uh, make a home exactly mission. yes. Um, um, so w- that's kind of interesting. Like, how am I going to be able to play at home? That's what I want to know. I know. I do love bingo. Unless, and that's the only thing that I, I'm concerned about is one of those things where you have to call in. It's like that's not playing from home, right? That that's not playing at home at all. So, have you seen? Um, have you seen the? Um, you seen the commercials then? I just I just saw one this morning. Um, and this isn't all serious. Have you seen how big those balls are? <laughs> they are huge. No, they don't they show are, Ed no, from the waist stop down. Stop it. Stop oh, it. Oh, 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 got it. <laughs> um, that was good, though. Um, no, Thanks. but um, no, they're huge. Really? They're immense, and they're bouncing around this big, like, um, hollow sphere. And then they, just like in real bingo, they, they go down this like little roller coaster oh, track. And really? I swear to, to Holy Mother Mary that it's just going to like, <laughs> it's going to hit a stone and, and poor Ed's going to be flattened under a huge B2. Oh, oh my word. I know. I, 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 so I don't want to miss it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, now, is it, so is it, I haven't seen the set at all. I just know that it's like, hey, Ed is now, because I didn't know who the, the host was going to be. And now I found out it's it's Ed now. So it's Ed, uh huh. Um, so I was kind of like, oh, so now, now how do they play this? This is the thing. Yeah, of, I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. And how do I play at home? And is it the same if there aren't you know nice old not nice there you know old ladies like mm-hmm. elbowing me to well, get out of their dapper? And, and how many little um you yeah know, is it like a quarter trolls, of car like at home right? How many trolls, <laughs> trolls do I have to put out? I know, um, right? You know, this is the thing that I'm 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 kind of concerned about. So we'll, we'll have to check and see on that one. Maybe maybe Chris has some feedback on that. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So, so we'll see. So let's take a quick break and um, play some uh, music or whatever. Uh-huh. and um, We'll come back. And I, I want to tell you about my weekend with Bill Clinton. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Hi, this is Linda Lombardini from Trillium Real Estate, the lindalom.com team. You are listening to Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. A Dancing with the Stars thing. You're Absolutely. Fine. Exactly. You know, when I, well, you know, it's, hey, Hi. we're back. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You know, since we last talked, all and, these people graduated. And he was fine um, on Dancing with the Stars, especially he when he showed was. it all. It was just amazing. I know. How can he dance with that tape to his leg? Exactly. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so where have you been? You've been gone for I've two weeks. Gone. I feel since deserted. I feel... Yeah. You know, left out if you're having fun. Okay, I mean, let's count to five together. One, two, three, four. Five. And we're over it. Oh! Oh, oh ouch. <laughs> you cut me deep. You cut me deep. No, um, so I was away. I was up facilitating a leadership retreat up near the tip of the um, ring finger up in Walloon Lake in Petaskey. Yes. And it was good. It was good fun. Wow. Now, there's a, is that not Northern University, but. Um, I think it's sent. Central. No, Central's in uh, Mount Pleasant, but it's, there's a university uh, up there. I remember picking up my sister from Petoskey. Yeah, I don't so. know. So, wow. It was good, though. It was good. It was really beautiful weather. Um, oh, nice. So that's where I was. Good. Did you guys get a chance to go to the lake at all? Or? Um, you know, the camp is on the lake, but um, it was, like, really cold. We had a bonfire, though, so that was fun. Oh, mm-hmm. fun. I love bonfires. Yeah. It was Dang. cool. I feel uh, like the moon. One side of me is all nice and hot, while the other side is all cold. You know. <laughs> nice. Oh, thanks. Great, great. And then if I don't put enough like mosquito repellent and I have really thin clothes on, then I get the mosquito bites all on my back, just like the moon. You know, all the craters on nice. one side. And nice. Never mind. Okay. I thought it was because you made a cheese. <laughs> I may be cheesy. <laughs> and and I may we're be done. Milking it. That's it. We're done. <laughs> we're gonna edit that That's right. for the podcast. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, so um, oh, speaking of the podcast, if people are tuning in about the podcast, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, you need to let them know. I think we resolved the problem, and I think it's starting to download again. And I think all the shows that you have missed over the past uh, month, um, I believe you can start downloading again. So check your iTunes. That's excellent because and... I like to download them and, and correct all of your grammatical errors. <laughs> wow, you spent all day probably doing that. <laughs> I are right. <laughs> no, so so. Um, before I left, I, I got to or I watch graduation. You know, you have Adam. Oh yeah. So now, their, I got how a do lot we of friends who are graduating. You know, it was good times. Yeah. So how? I mean, how do we do graduation here? So you guys, because you guys do a special lavender graduation, don't you? Right. So well, you know that um, Kate over at EMU they do a lavender celebration too. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been to that either. <laughs> Great. Sorry. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You know, we just take the time and opportunity to celebrate the LGBTQ identified and ally identified folks who who made it who made okay. it through so not to be like selfish or anything like this bring it. but um why allies because mm-hmm. they have their um their graduation mm-hmm. so why do why do we have them walk you with know the that's a really good question and people ask like you know this is for us and this is for you know the queer population i mean are but, they just like closeted or something no oh okay but it really is it's for it's for people who I mean, we wouldn't just let anyone who says, "Oh, I'm an ally." Right. You know, these are people that we um, really know and who are. <laughs> I was saying that because anyway, um, who really we really know and who have been really committed and okay. really um, 
a part of the community. Gotcha. You know? and, um, it was great. I mean, oh, nice. um, these were or students who were like head of like Stonewall Democrats as an ally oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So, oh, nice. So it's good. It was nice. Wow. We had uh, um, we had thirty six graduates, which is the most we've ever had. Fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was superb, and we had a great crowd and the food. Now, do parents show up to this? Or yeah, do... there are some parents who do show up, oh, which nice. is really cool. Wow. And so they say, you know, if you're a parent, please stand up, and we had several parents there, and. Wow. It's really touching because, you know, when I graduated from college, you know, I didn't have anything like that. Right. It's sort of like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to see that now, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, wow. And, and uh, you know, lots of campuses across the nation. You know, I was talking to a good friend of mine who actually uh, works at an LGBT office in Suffolk University in oh, Boston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about his life into graduation. And I'm like, oh, how many people do you have? That's awesome. He's like, oh, yeah, we had three. <sighs> I'm like, oh, great. And he's like, how many people do you have? I'm like, you know, we had, we had a couple more than. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to make him feel bad, but um, but yeah, so well, it was good time. But you know what? But I think that the other thing too is that how many people are actually out in his uh, at his university? And right, at the it's same a really time, small university. Yeah, it's a tiny little. It's not how many people do we have here? Like hundreds of thousands? Thirty-eight thousand. So. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> a couple more. Okay, and, got it. Um, but yeah, and you know, actually, it's funny because I tried to. I, I wrote. Uh, tried to see if uh, Bill Clinton would write a letter, oh, wow. and and so we could publish it in the program. But right. he respectfully declined, or the Clinton Foundation respectfully declined. And really, and it was a well, you know, because we're not the only cultural celebration, right? So there's yeah. La Celebration and Black yeah. celebra- Celebratory, and so it it would have seemed like you know he was saying like I like the gays best or whatever. Right. So and he does, but it's okay. well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's arguable, but um, but no. No, it was it was a really nice ceremony, and I think that people got a lot out of it. So, what is the ceremony? Do they have? Do you guys have it like in a like an auditorium? Do you guys? We have it in one of the ballrooms in the union, and then um, so everyone's gathered, and we um, the office takes the opportunity to like thank people for their contributions, and you're on that list, even though you weren't there. No, really. No, really. Wow. I know. And then we um, we. (laughs) Wow. I'm sorry. I'm just always surprised where I show up. So go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) And then um, we recognize a couple of people who um, who received uh, uh, la- honorary lavender degrees. Oh, uh huh. So we honored two people this year, and then we also or- um, Laura Sanders, who is a therapist in town, and she also used to work for the office as lesbian advocate. Okay, and she's all sorts of fabulous. Okay, and then At Miller, who um, works at the U, who is really active in our office, and he's one of the plaintiffs in the Pride at Work. Okay. Um, lawsuit, and so he's pretty active and in the faith community as well. Um, okay. And then we honor like student organization of the year, and we honor like and ally who was? of the year. Student organization was um, outlaws. Oh, and the LGBT really? LGBT law student. Yeah. Group. Okay. Yeah, so they're good peeps. And what did they do to get to get that? Um, you know, they just did some really, really super good programming this year. Um, you know, um, they went out of their way to do things around. Um, proposal two and how it affects lgbt people of color and you know we have like all the organizations like lgbt commission and stonewall they all did such good work this year so it's really hard um i have to admit i do i do like struggle because there are things that i do in the evening and there are during the day and they have (laughs) these like these events and i'm like oh my god i really want to go to that sure yeah that's and that's sort of a blessing, right? Like, well, I mean, it's well, for you guys, so but I can't go because <laughs> I've got other things I got to get done. So it's like, Grr. so, so yeah, it was good. And then we honor them, and it was good. Okay. And then we honor the graduates. It's really funny because um, 
we our way of honoring them is they get a rainbow tassel and a certificate and uh, as they walk across the stage we read an introduction paragraph that they wrote themselves oh, wow. so sometimes it's like really like you know i've struggled so long and i've helped me blah 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 and some of them are like um yeah ask me tomorrow if i have a job <laughs> <laughs> like some of them are very funny some of them are very serious and oh, so it wow. makes the ceremony just fly so <laughs> yeah somehow uh, i was at a, another graduation very similar so it's a smaller ceremony and uh apparently the person was like yeah and apparently they have a job in new mexico and they're going to be working for such such a hospital da, da, da. and the person looked at the speaker and was like i have a family and we're not moving <laughs> you know, it was like, where did you get that from so it was kind of an interesting whoops my bad exactly so um so yeah so it was kind of an interesting wow so then do you guys like have allies or a law uh-huh. that you then honor we do we honor um we give a couple scholarships and it's a grand old time it's gay old time oh you hand out scholarships (laughs) at that time for next year or Uh uh or the things that people receive this year um this year yeah this year i should know that but um (laughs) but we hand out scholarships and that's the important thing so so it's it's good times and uh, we really enjoy it i think it's a really great way for the community to sort of cap off the year so so yeah it's a lot of fun Gotcha. Wow. So then um, with, uh, well, I would, okay, I'll let you in on it, Gabe. Um, uh, I was asking them if there was movie night coming up. Oh, okay. And so apparently it's, it's, it, there's not one yet. And, um, so we, because we were doing movie night all this year. Oh, uh, right, right, right. And right. I wanted to, you know, make sure we put a little plug in. So and there is not one. This... We don't have a, a promo for, for the next it. one. Right. So people got to. Uh, stay tuned to find out when the next movie night is going to be. So, so yeah, but we are also involved in uh, WCBN is going to be having kickball. We're getting involved with kickball. No way. We are. Absolutely. So I think it's going to be Tuesday nights. So over in, uh, I think a park over in uh, Pauline. Vander. Vander Burns. Sounds like. That's Park. What's that? That's Park. Oh, that's Park. Oh, wow. And actually, the Where movie that? night schedule is on the CBN website. Of course, it is. It's right there on the front of it. Right on the front, and you know, and Dan, uh, June twelfth. So we don't have a promo for that one yet. So um, we're going to be working on the June twelfth one, and it's going to be June twelfth. You know what that is, right? It's Filipino Independence Day. Dun, 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 dun. And my birthday. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, when you were born, they needed the independence. That's right. <laughs> I'm turning 18 that day. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow! I didn't expect you to be so old. I know. <laughs> Thanks. Botox does that to a girl. <laughs> so wow! So the lavender thing—that's really great. Then they they walk across and they have little uh-huh, interviews, right? And, they, and get... they take a picture in front of a huge like rainbow flag. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. That, it? I mean, it just seems it's like a really fabulous. Neat... And of course, you know the ceremony's great because I plan it. So, oh, I absolutely. Mean, what? And I tried to get Queen Elizabeth to move her visit a month earlier, but she said that she just couldn't. Oh man, I know her and her obligations. I, I mean, what? Dang, you know, well, you know, she's. Yeah, I understand. So wow, so, yeah. so, so it was a really good event. It was good. So a little bird told me that you um were just in Lansing. Yes, I was. The state capital? Dun, dun, dun. Were you meeting with Jenny G? Je- uh, yeah, I was like, who's Jenny? <laughs> no, I didn't go to any weight loss clinic. <laughs> or J. Gran. That's right, exactly. Um, Grand to the home? Yeah, right. 
<laughs> no, I did not. Unfortunately, our great our, our great governor from the north. Absolutely, goodness, yes. She, um, no, I didn't actually meet with her this this time. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so said, well, you know, I said I just couldn't fit lunch in this time. She's um, like, oh, I understand. Stalking does not count as a meeting. Just oh, want to put that out there. Oh, oh, okay. Um, but the uh, yeah, so we did some uh, legislative work and uh, kind of like advocating for folks and and it, to be honest with you, I really did have a little bit of a better understanding of how. Um, how Lansing works. I was really because the thing is, is I was very intimidated by what. By um, just well, like... just you know, go, going to a legislator. Like for instance, I'm one of these people that yes, you know, we may have a radio show, and yes, maybe a lot of folks in the area may know me because I'm just you know very lonely and out and about <laughs> all the time. Um, and I buy people drinks. Um, but Stop um, <laughs> and I pay people to say hi to me. Um, but um, but when I go to like when it's people that are of importance that like. Way more people know them than I know than people who know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I get very intimidated. I do. Can you really? believe that? Yeah, I do. And so going to see like and, and the other thing is that like for instance I like I've I've talked to Liz Brader. I've talked to Alma Wheeler Smith. I've talked to Rebecca Warren. Um, Love her. You know, and and all of them are have been really wonderful. You know, even Chris Cole. But talk because I've had other <sighs> interactions with them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> woo! Did you should have seen this shirt on the, his shirt just started steaming when I said Chris Cole. Mm. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> the. Uh, but yeah, so I think that that was one of the, and so because I've known them in another context, um, I I can say hi to them much easier. Mm-hmm. It, it's like I, I don't I feel very comfortable walking into their office or even walking up to them in a party or at a, a on the streets and things and just saying hi. What I have troubles with is going in to other people who don't represent me or who I've never met before. Like for instance, Pam Burns. Uh. Um, I am in her district. And I don't know her very well, and so to walk into her office and to be able to express what I what I need from her and what I need her to push for me is very uncomfortable. Interesting. So, do you think that it was because it was Lansing and it was the capital and it was politicians? Or? All of that because uh. of the big. The, well, it's just like going to a state dinner. You know, it would be very. Uh, <laughs> it would be very. I love state dinners. <laughs> um, and uh, um, we'll get you to one. Don't worry about it. Before the before, yeah, before <laughs> we'll get you one. This show will be well known enough that you'll be invited. That's right. Um, and that to go into their offices or to request to be able to meet with somebody it would, was very intimidating. Um, and you know, the thing is, is that I've just been in the last five years able to make a phone call to their office and say I like for instance when we have lobby day for various issues I've just in the last five years been able to call them up and say the today is like for instance today was EMU EMU day in Lansing oh okay so that's why you're be able there. to call up uh-huh. there and say I believe in the, what's what what these people are coming in and visiting you in your office I want to support you know I may not be able to be there physically but I I want to let you know that I do support what they're what they're there for and I need to let you know that I weigh in on that um, and so I'm able to and do you that. say that's that's only been recently yeah, only the last five years. I have never done that. Wow. So do you actually so talk to a person? Yeah, actually, yeah. Actually. Do you talk to them? Uh, no. So I always like, talk to, I always usually leave a message with the secretary. Wow. Yeah. So So do you get the sense that they got a lot of like stuff from the constituents like that? 
Oh, absolutely. I think they get a lot of, I, and I think that, and that's one of the things I understood. I, I understood by going there this time because I'm also able to write them a letter. I'm very good at writing letters that you know, and you know, whenever telling people what to do, I'm good at that. Um, <laughs> is that I, you know, I can boss people around. Absolutely, that's why you should vote. For Especially me. when I know they're not going to do anything with it, they're just going <laughs> to note it and go, "Yeah, okay." And they, you know, and and because, but this time walking into people's offices, it was fascinating to me. Are and, they nice offices? Um, some of them are, are swanky. Others are very professional, I guess. Like the boring, very boring, (laughs) very boring. Um, they've got the high cubicles and the wood paneling, but that's it. Yeah. That's upsetting. I thought everything was going to have like a big room with tall ceilings and wood paneling to the top and a fireplace. Nope. Actually, all it is is like, for instance, the legislators I actually did go see, um, their, um, their offices were probably no bigger than the room we're in right now. Which is yeah, it's it's a tiny. What? They have a room. We walk in. There's a secretary. Then there's a cubicle, but behind him or her, and then there's another office assistant either to your left. Um, but they all have high walls, so that if you are there to see them, they're not there. Um, nice. And but so it's it's strategically blocked so that you cannot get into the representative or senator's office. And it's not even a whole other door. It's just. Oh, then and then there's another door to get into their office, but and that's where the 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 fancier desk. I'm not going to say a fancy desk, but a fancier desk, nicer furniture. Uh, I'm not going to say plush whatsoever. I couldn't fit in the furniture at all. And they have a table if they're going to have a meeting with people. And it's just there's barely a room for. Wow, like, I a thought dinette. it was totally fancy. Yeah, dinette and uh, not the ones I went and saw. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, then of course, and then that's the other thing that's really funny is then they have everything that everybody's ever given them, like displayed throughout the entire office. I was thought you were gonna say like in a pile. In a, like, oh no no no, they're like displayed like, all over the office. I, was, I just think these people, like I just think of like the Kennedys who have been in office like for thirty or forty years. Totally. You know, I'm looking at them going. Where would they put their stuff? And they don't get the little like, for instance, one of the like, there's little stuffed animals they have, nice. and it says "Go so and so" or um, uh, "You rock so and so," and they have all these different. Well, they have to they display them all, but it's like where you know, like where do we put all the stuff? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess they're they're kind of grateful that they're term limited because they have to, <laughs> you know they have to keep it all pack rats, right? Right, but I think that that's one of the things that. Um, going there, what I watched or what I witnessed is that all of them, like when I walked up to the secretary, um, the one that I'm particularly, and I'm using she because it just happened to be a woman in front of me, Mm -hmm. she was categorizing the different letters and marking what they were about. Really? Yeah. So she was already kind of like where people were weighing in on different issues. So um, did she read them actually, or she was just sort of like? I think she was reading them to be able to kind of she because they were fully opened and and she was like sorting them um, to be able to figure out like if they were like because I think the situation is if, if it's a if it's a. Uh, form letter that people are just sending in well then it's just oh, the same sure. thing mm-hmm. and she just says this group of people said this if this is a personal letter on the same issue that the form letter is that she may put that one on top that um, is so interesting yeah I, I mean i can't say that that's what their probably their procedure is but that's what i was kind of witnessing because what i found is that most likely like you can walk in there and tell the secretary this is what i this is what's going on like for instance like last week when i was in lansing uh we were up there for uh, mother and child um, health services from the state mm-hmm. 
and uh, and advocating for those folks. And what happened was we would walk in, and the secretary literally wrote down everything I would say or the person I was going with, um, partnered up with what he, uh, she was saying. And we were, and she'd write huh. everything so down. So she transcribed all that stuff. Yep. And to be able to give to the to the representative or to the legislator. Hmm. Um, and in other situations, we actually met we actually met with a staff person. So go ahead, you had a question. So not not necessarily a legislator, but a staff person. Right. So then there were times, like for instance, the legislator had to be on the floor. The legislator was meeting with um, other folks or, or negotiating something and was not available for, but they wanted your opinion. Mm-hmm. So you'd sit down with a staffer, and the staffer would actually start writing everything down that you're saying, ask you questions, like, okay, well, what about this issue or that issue? I wonder how different or similar it is at, in, in D.C. Oh, the distance is bigger. It's just it's bigger, just bigger and a larger scale. Yeah, absolutely. It's just it, it, it's uh, because they actually have com- probably committees of people working on various issues and uh, different view- viewpoints. Um, but what I found is that when we actually um, and then it's, there's certain folks that, for instance, uh, they were not av- they were totally available. That I walk in and the secretary called them up and said, "Are you willing to see somebody um, that has, they would like to talk to you?" They don't. They do not have an appointment, and they'd be like, "Yes." And we literally would walk right into their office. Wow. Um, see, you know, I could see myself getting really intimidated. Yeah, I mean, because you have to go through all those chains. Of, oh, and that's that's besides going into the building and actually showing like three forms of ID, proving that you're not a uh, not going to do anything to these people. That hmm. you're just really there as a constituent, and you're and you're wanting to um, uh, d- talk to these people about stuff. That's really um, interesting. I'm going to be taking my first trip up to Lansing on this month, actually. Oh, wow. What for? Yeah, I'm going up on May 22nd. There okay. is a, um, a rally for same-sex domestic partner benefits. Yes. So, um, And that's at 3 o'clock on the steps of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be going up there, and it'll be really interesting. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'd encourage you to like make an appointment with um, like Liz Brader, Brader Alma Wheeler-Smith, um, Warren... Uh, Rebecca Warren, um, I almost said Warren Beatty, um, <laughs> but Rebecca Warren. I mean, and just to be able to set up an appointment and actually sit down and talk to them with somebody there. You may not get them directly, but you uh-huh. might be able to get one of the staff folks and actually just tell them about how this is important to you. Um, because that was one of the things that the representative, sorry, I almost lost my headphones. Um, that was what was so important about to the legislator is that we, I was with some, a researcher, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, and she was spouting all these different facts out and different things um, about why this legislation is important and why it's important to have, to not cut the revenue that we need to provide these services because of um, what these services are able to provide and what they're finding in research, yada, yada, yada. Um, and he just kind of basically just then turned to me and he's like, and you're, and, and, and he just kind of went right to me like, and how does this affect you that? Wow. You know, you're the man here talking about mother and children um, health services. And I kind of was, and I was, I just started talking to them about, you know, the various, various employment issues. And, and what I found that was fascinating was that they really, they can get the statistics. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. can get all that data and they can get all that information, you know, off the web, off the, p- the professional people that are working for them um, in the various departments and offices that Governor Granholm has. But what they need to do is be able to put a face on it. Absolutely. So I'm going to take a quick break here and then we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, about uh, putting a face on stuff. Holler. That's right. We're taking a break. Here we go. (laughs) 
Hey, this is Beth from S3, the safe sex store. You're listening to Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. And we are back. You know, that's interesting. You know, we were just talking about putting a face to sort of the statistics in, in Lansing and the government. Um, you know, uh, a professor of mine, actually, uh, a couple years ago, she went up to Lansing with her father and her brother. Mm-hmm. And she's a lesbian. And she has um, she has two kids that she adopted. Wow. And her brother has two kids. Wow. And the father was saying to the legislature, like, um, what is the difference between these two kids? Oh, absolutely. Which of my grandkids were worth more? Absolutely. Right? How could you not, like, really be... And that's... Oh, what a great story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, because that's what happened, is that he basically turned to me, and he goes, oh, so you work at a university. He says, so, with the higher education cuts that we're wanting to do, and the health, uh, the health services we're wanting to cut, which is more important? Huh. Because both are $2 million. Which wow. one is more important? And I basically turned to him, and was saying, well, we just need to make the revenue bigger so that we could be able to afford both. Do both. And because it's not one that's more important than the other. That's and awesome. Like, how dare you ask me to choose between two of I, my I priorities? I call the King Solomon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, cut the child in half. That's right. And because um, he was proposing, well, why don't we just do a 2% cut for every, everybody, every department, every. Mm. And I just said, they're like, no, that's not the answer. Right. Um, and. And I said, especially right now, working in a situation where I'm working for a university and I'm also working um, on health services in the community, that if he cuts higher education, then I won't have anybody... Uh, trained or to graduate or graduated to, or educated to be able to do to provide those services. Mm. If he cuts services, I have no, I have um, then have no employment for these people once they've graduated. Right. And so I said, there's no way that you can p- p- tell me that the, um, it's got to be both. It's right? got to be both. There's, be both. There, there's we we have we have a commitment to our community and to each other that we need to be able to do that. And one of the things he said to me, he says, well, then how in the world am I going to make that bigger? And I was talking about like, well, we need to make things more fair, and. And I thought it was very interesting. One of the comments that one of them made was, well, how do you propose to making that fair? And I says, well, the insurance companies currently don't pay any taxes. Huh. And he said, well, they actually do pay their fair share. They actually donate to like the Timberland Fund and uh, or the Timberman Fund. I'm sorry. Um, and all these other funds, special funding. And I turned to him and I go, and how and what is Michigan known for forestry? <laughs> is Michigan no I mean how what was the last time we actually had a, a workman's comp situation on forestry in Michigan wow you know when was the last time we actually had to he says and I, I understand that with the forestry we do actually do in Michigan especially I think in the UP um, that you know there are some safety measures we need to take but one of the, but I'm like but that's what workman's comp is for that's what sure. um, you know that company is supposed to be taken care of not not our, our government necessarily and so it was a very interesting like that's the part that I was intimidated about the timid that I would not have the facts or that I would be able to have a retort and what I basically Could did work. um and what I basically did is that I remembered one of the things that they told me is to make it personal and so I turned to him and I said okay you know, I understand that, that, that this is a hard decision for you, and that's why you were elected. But I need to let you know that if you cut higher education, I lose my job. 
Wow. And then, therefore, I no longer can contribute to the society, into society, and helping you with your revenue. Right. You lose my taxes that it's I already give you. It's all about real people. That's amazing to me because it's yeah. all about real people. Exactly. It's all about real people. And I think yeah. sometimes, like, it's so like I, I'm thinking of uh, Ryan White. Yes. You know the Ryan White Care Act. Yes. That funds oh my so gosh. many of our ASOs. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think Aid it's, service organizations. Right. Sorry. And what I think is ridiculous that it took. Um, a grade schooler or a middle schooler, Ryan White, yes. to turn a, a, a light on AIDS, Absolutely. right? As if all those other other stories weren't enough. Yeah, and exactly. it's just so And that's really what that's so interesting. And, the, and then it made it, I, I understood, finally understood that whenever we see the presidential speeches and things of the state of the state of you know state of the union or state of the state, how they always refer to an individual and this is why I'm going to enact this legislation. Right. That's why. Because they're trying to make it personal. They want to be able to put a face on it and say this is what this individual but is. But even about. that feels so artificial to me. Well and it yeah. is artificial but you know what that it works because when they go to make that vote they're going to see if they vote against um, LGBT folks they're going to think of Gabe Javier and mm-hmm. how and when they say no I don't believe he has any rights mm-hmm. he's got to answer to you and they're and f- they're they're afraid of me. Absolutely. I mean, we all are. <laughs> Teddy bear. And uh, but I think that's one of the things that I, I I and so that's where I started thinking about. Okay, let's make it personal here on closets over clothes. Closets are for clothes. Is that. So every time with the ENDA that was going on, mm-hmm. the, the second parent adoptions that were they were dealing with right now, uh, with the hate crime legislation that's going through, that's why we need to make it personal. Wow, because yeah. they need they always hear from the radical right. They always hear from you know American Family Association. They always hear from f- uh, Focus on the Family. They always hear from all those folks. I mean, they have they're well organized and they're a machine and they're well funded, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. You know that's why we when when we talk to people and say you know you're it's very similar to the best thing for our cause is to come out because the more people they know that are gay the the more the more, the more people, lives they understand they understand when, when Jerry Falwell says that the average um, gay man has 532 partners you know they'll look at me and go well he's definitely bringing that average down but it's one of those things where <sighs> stop it you know but they're but you know is Dan is Dan Burns really having 532 partners a year. I mean, they're looking, you know, and I think that's one of the things that my sister actually did is um, at her church, um, a gay man walked into the, walked in and uh, was worshiping with them and the congregation wanted him out. They actually wow. wanted to kick him out and not have him come back. And she, and they were like, she was like, well, why? She says, well, all the drugs he's going to bring in here and all the um, disease that he's going to bring in here. And she turned to them and was like, my brother's gay. She came out. And she said, my brother is gay. Good for her. And she says, and none of his friends are uh, that I've witnessed have do, are do drugs. None of them. I've hung around him, and I've not got any diseases. You know, so how can you say that about say that about this gentleman? It's hearts and minds, people. Hearts and minds. Absolutely. And I think that's where, if anything, of what I learned from going into Lansing these past couple of days is is actually putting a face on it and actually letting them know that this is why this is important. Second parent adoption is more uh, not is, is has nothing really to do of mm. of me and my partner. It really has to do with the kids. Right. You know, they have to see the kids that it's going to be affecting. You know, when they see, you know how many three year olds you know are not adorable Mm -hmm. you know and so when they say no they're realizing they're taking you know they're taking away benefits of that three-year-old they need to see that they need to see those grandchildren they need to see those grandparents saying who do i choose is more important if they Mm -hmm. were all drowning Mm -hmm. who am i going to who am i going to try to take out first sure you know who am i going to save first you really can't make that decision 
and that they're all equal. And I think that that's where it's really important for us to be definitely um, putting a face out there, meeting with our legislators, making sure our legislators are there. Now, one of the things that I also want to put out there is that Liz Brader, um, uh, Rebecca Warren, and Alma Wheeler-Smith they're strong supporters of us. That's but you know what? If they don't hear from us, they're right. not going to th- – then they may change their mind. Right. I mean, because then who do they go to when they go and talk to somebody in uh, – you know, back road, back roads, uh, Michigan, and saying, you know what, you may not have that in your community, but I've got somebody like that in my community. Um, and so that's why I really found it to be, you know, where they say, you know, politics is personal. I, I, I'm really starting to understand that. I really got to witness it and see where it's, it's. This is why we have to actually. Um, be out and talking about it absolutely so and then, i great. guess that's what and that's where yeah you're going to get the questions of where they're going to wedge it and they're going to put you try to make you choose they're going to try to because they have both constituents that they've got to deal with they've got to deal with the religious right and they've got to deal with the lgbt community and they've got to deal with both of them and if you can help them figure that out um that that's going to help them if you can figure out how to help them you know sell this sell this to other folks um the better for it. And that's where we Your have job pro- is not over after you elect them, right? That's Your right. Your job is not over. So May 22nd. Absolutely. Absolutely. Of, so, uh, the rally make a, make an appointment. I encourage you all to make an appointment, even though I'm not supposed to be calling people to action on this radio show. But um, uh, but that's one of the things. As I found by making an appointment with folks and actually sitting down with them and talking with them and saying, look, this is why it's important. you know, And even bringing in the statistics. I think there was a... Uh, um, the census report reported that there that there is a gay person or a gay couple in every single county in the state of Michigan, hmm. bringing that information to people. Well, and you know, between one in four and one in five families each uh, have some contact with a with a LGBT person, right? Right. So it's affecting us all. Absolutely. And so that's where we need to make sure that they, um, you know, they they see that. So I I I, I found this to be really. It, it happened to be a very profound experience for me and talking with these people. And actually, they really do want to hear from you. They really do want to listen to what your story is. They, re- they really want to make the right decision. Yeah, they've got a lot, uh, some hard roads to go, but they really do want to hear from us. It's their job. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so Dan. Yeah. What do you want to talk about next week? Oh, I think we should just play music next week. Ooh. Yeah, or maybe just, you know, our own day of silence. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I no. think we'll, we'll talk about movies. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet. Have you? Yes. And did you love it? Um, It was worth going. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found it not as thrilling as the first two. Okay. You good. know, I'm not saying that it wasn't a good I movie. I might see it this weekend. So yeah. we'll call up Chris from uh, Between the Lines and we'll get a summer movie preview. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. What was that look? So, <laughs> did you, so, you know what? Another thing about people in your, in your neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. you know, there's that Mr. Rogers. I wish we had that music. Mr. Rogers in your neighborhood, you know. Um, but um or the trolley. We should get a trolley. But anyway. Nice. Um so the Where was uh, wait, where did the trolley go? Wasn't it like imaginary land or something? Something like that. What was it called? Do you remember, Alex? What was it like um the land of what was it? You're trying Make to believe? remember. No. Oh. Canada? Canada. No. <laughs> no, where did the trolley I go? I can't remember, but I totally oh, remember what you're totally talking about. Oh. I can't remember the name of it. Um, so, 
So, yeah, anyway, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, neighborhoods, gayborhoods. Yes, gayborhoods. Well, did you know there's a new statistic out there that third, that six, let's see here, between, um, let's see, the 24 Nation uh, Human Beliefs and Values Survey has found that between six and 36% of people in Western nations do not want gays living next door. Between six and 36 don't want gay neighbors. Do not. Absolutely I don't understand not. that. So back home in St. Louis, where I'm from, uh-huh. my neighbors uh-huh. have always been gay. No. There are three houses in my block, and the rest of them are like duplexes and condos. And my house is in the middle, and the house uh-huh. to our right has always been habitated. I'm looking at the same thing. Uh-huh. Has always been habitated by gay folks. Right. Uh huh. And, and they, I don't see why they wouldn't want gay people next door. Well, There's I mean, like so, the lawns are so well manicured. Well, and we've and you know what, and we've invested in our community. I mean, it's I think true. that's one of the things is that with our disposable income, we really do bring the neighborhood up. I mean, we really do. Uh, uh, we, our well, property we, values go up. I, think I mean, that we provide even if we didn't have disposable income, we would. Bring. Well, I think that's true because just just our natural talent, um, you know, that we just we need to have. I mean, because I mean, that's true because I really don't have disposable income, Word. but I still I still <laughs> do my share of of bringing spending. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But I think that that's one of the things that we definitely we invest in our communities, and and I think that I mean, look at all the the gay bars where they were in total rundown neighborhoods, and how those neighborhoods have actually come to life. That's I mean, true. Um, you know that they have now theater events there they have um dinners they have or d- dining places um i mean they're that and i guess it's not necessarily neighborhoods and those are like more like cities but i mean i remember downtown royal oak when i grew up it was, it was not horrible. as fabulous as it is now oh absolutely not in fact we would go to other cities um but now royal oak is the is the is the great place to go and so i think that that's where um I think that people really need to, and I think it would it had to do more with a lot of homophobia, um, because as we we're looking through this, it shows that the that um, liberals, wealthier people, um, people with jobs, and people with more education are more gay friendly. Um, so those are the folks that they that they found um, like for that were more accepting of gays being next living next door to them. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but the Swedes. They love us. <laughs> they absolutely love us. There was we a, were talking about Dancing Queen earlier, weren't we? Yeah, we were absolutely. <laughs> so, but there were so that was one of the things that was kind of amazing. That, for instance, twenty nine percent of Italians do not want us next door to them. Twenty eight percent of Irish don't want us around them. Twenty seven percent of Australians and Greeks don't want us around them. But I like the I like the Greeks being around me. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Twenty six percent of Portuguese and twenty five percent of Australians do. That's not. really interesting. I, I don't trust these newspaper statistics, so I'm interested. I'm going to see more. Yes, absolutely. And you can look this up. Um, apparently, it's going to be in an economic journal called uh, 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 Gay K- Economics. Kai Close. That's K Y K L O S. Yep. Huh. And uh, but there is a good news. That the checks uh, went from forty-two uh, percent to not want them people want us to live next to them to twenty-nine percent. So that's a quite a d- dramatic uh, difference. Interesting. Uh, absolutely. Interesting. So yeah, so it was kind of a very interesting. Like you know, hey, we do help the neighborhood. Um, oh yeah, we could do that. Yes. So um, so I just to prove a point, I we looked up Mister Rogers. Uh huh neighborhood of make-believe that's true didn't i say that no what did i say i don't know but you didn't say that yeah 
I want a replay. I want to listen to the iPod Whatever. tonight. <laughs> and his name is King Friday and Queen Sarah. I like it. Absolutely. So neighborhood of make believe. Seriously, mm-hmm. no. It's mm-hmm. kind of a cheesy name. <laughs> you grew up with it too. Right? I, did. I did. Oh my goodness. So. And as I look back, I, I find those puppets kind of scary. Yeah, you know what? I re- absolutely. Yeah. They are too realistic for me. So, <laughs> But um, but you know, then he did always change his shoes, and that's one of the things I guess. It's <laughs> true. I do love cardigans. Absolutely. Well, so, excellent. So good. Any exciting things coming up this week? I don't think so. Nothing. Mm. Uh, I have a surprise for you next week, but I can't tell you right now. Shush. I do. No. Absolutely. I don't like surprises. Oh, okay. Then I don't have a surprise for you. Oh, now I want to know. <laughs> so I'm a little nervous about it, but um, I'm how little... did you get an interview with Jake Gyllenhaal? We weren't supposed to tell people yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway, so we'll uh, talk to. So we'll see folks next week. Okay. Um, thanks for tuning in. And uh, oh, this is very interesting music. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Well, good. So do we need to say the outro stuff that we usually do? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see y'all later. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. Yes, it is WCBN FM Ann Arbor 88.3 to the left of your FM dial. Good evening. My name is Robert. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a little under the weather here this week, so I don't know how much talking I'll be doing, but that might be for the better, for the best, even. Seeing as how I uh, got a great show tonight, lots of good music. You just heard Closets are for Clothes, of course, and after me at 9 p.m. will be the local music show. But in the meantime, I'm going to run y'all through a bunch of soul and funk. And even I got one reggae record today. What do you know about that? And a couple records. What we're going to start off with tonight actually is uh, the first two tracks off an album called Rashida by a man named John Lucian. And this fits into a category I guess you could call um, soulful folk or folky soul or something along those lines. Anyways, it's a really great record. And we'll hear another example of the same sort of sound later on in the show when we hear at least one cut from uh, the Terry Callier record, What Color Is Love? So lots to look forward here tonight. Lots to look forward to here tonight. Next two hours, this is The Hop. Here's John Rashida, John Lucian rather, with...